From Revenue Rhino, I'm Brad Hammond, and this is the Lifelong Customer Podcast. Welcome to the Lifelong Customer Podcast. Today, I have Brian from Eros. Brian, it's really nice to have you on. Thanks, Brad. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So to kick off today's discussion, can you tell me a bit about yourself, Brian, as well as your organization and the company that you're building? Sure. To start describing myself, I think first is I'm a husband, I'm a dad, and I'm a pretty good friend. So those things, I believe sociologically, it's very important that we have an identity. Unfortunately, usually men more than even than most identify themselves with their job. I do not. So I'm very blessed and fortunate to be the CEO of Eros, but my primary roles are that is to provide and protect and prepare for my family. So that's my vision and my role here. I love that. I think it's so important to think about who we are first before identifying with our work and what we do and all that. For me, having that, and I openly share that in my day-to-day and in our client and customer interactions because it's then it's authentic right the people say you want to be your authentic self i believe i'm pretty sure i only have one personality one set of values and those are not only with my family and my friends but also here in the workplace it's i'm the same person it's a platform to allow for a transactional relationship to really become into a partnership And in some cases, then ending in friendships. For sure. I love that. As we think about Eros, what are you guys up to? What are you doing? What's your business? All that. Thank you. This is a, it's almost the best way to describe it. It's like a 23-year-old startup. The founder who still works with the organization started this 23 years ago. And through hard work and good fortune, somehow those two seem to come hand in hand. He built a really good lifestyle business and it reached a certain watermark. And and that's where it stayed. A couple of the largest customers saw it and saw the outstanding services that they were receiving. So a few years ago, they bought the company. Then two, a little more than two years ago, I was recruited and brought in and I brought some folks retaining all the current, but also bringing in more because the owners saw and had the vision that this could be the benefits uh, and that they're enjoying as a customer could be taken to the marketplace. Specifically, we're a complete healthcare IT outsource solution. So everything from project Hmm. management to building iPads and sending them to nurse badges to the Wi-Fi, to security operations, soup to nuts, anything that a clinical care organization. So where before it was a lifestyle business, over the past two years, we've invested time and money, and we've now got the company ready, and it's at the precipice for growth. So now we're the platform and our offerings. What we've done is we're now going to the market for organic and maybe even some inorganic growth. I love it. So founder of the company, started the company, got it cooking, going, got it to a certain level, and then you came in and you're looking at, okay, let's where are we at today and where do we want to be at in the future? And you're on this growth journey. Before we get into that, 
what's your story? What brought you to this place of being the CEO of this company? And what did that journey look like? What I share is typically with most is I was born, I'll call it in, into poverty, honestly. And I was able to work and get scholarships and et cetera to go to college and work my way through every commercial position in first big pharma and then in healthcare. Why that's important is coming from the ground up from being a sales rep to running US operations, to running brands and then leading sales organizations. I've had the fortunate blessings to work in various segments all through healthcare. There's many different segments. In doing so, I've worked with small, medium and enterprise scale organizations. What I found Right. And what was, Brad, honestly, what was taught to me very hard is I was a young go-getter and hard charger and the CEO of a Fortune 20, long story short, brought me into his office and said, you're really valuable. You're a high producer, but you're leaving too many arms and legs on the battlefield. His exact words. Wow. So you can outwork one, two, maybe 10 people, but you can't outwork a hundred. And that really, Brad, that really started my journey as how to lead, not be a manager, how to be a leader. That's why I was recruited, not only for the business acumen and the market knowledge, but how to lead people. And especially if you have 20 years of success, how do you keep that, but yet get it ready for growth? How do you quote unquote marry or join 20 years of processes, procedures, and habits and recognize them, but yet at the same time, get it ready for significant double-digit growth. Absolutely. So that's what, that's what I'm focused on. I love that. So as we think about that spot, what has been your approach so far to, to taking the business to the next level? And then what are you planning on for the future? Where do you see things headed and all that in terms of tactics, strategies, things you did when you came in, things you're planning on doing all that? Connecting the question of tactics and strategies and also how to recognize what the company already had is I applied, there's many different theories, there are many different strategies. So there's a lot of good publications. I applied plain to win. Plain to win is a five iterative questions, which I led the leadership team and then virtually all the managers through a, about an eight week process of what's the aspiration, not just mine, but the owners, but also the employees. And then after the aspiration, going through those cascading questions of what segment, right? What's how will we differentiate? What do we need in processes? What do we need in, in tech and people? Those cascading decisions, and you do got to go back and you'll change them. Again, we collectively arrived at that. So that thinking was really never done because day after day, you're, what's the expression? You're making the donuts. But we, I was able to stop everyone from making the donuts and asking them, should we make donuts? How can we do it better, et cetera? From that, we developed the strategic plan. From that, 
we were able to crystallize what is, what are we doing, how we're doing it, and why. And honestly, that's the crystallization of it, th those, that verbiage that's on the sign behind me. Everyone got to write that. What do we do? How and why? And then we aggregated them and we used an outside voice to bring all of those narratives together. So now we're all aligned. Now that we have that, we used operational science to really bring out best of breed. We're applying, there's a book by Goldratt called The Goal. So we applied operational science to improve our internal processes. We bought tech, we bought additional processes, but there's a theme here, and Brad, what it really comes back to again is the people. So in order to get the legacy employees, and we've pretty much doubled in our employee headcount. So now we have, and we've also have opened up an Eros India. So now I have three employee segments, if you will, legacy, new, and then offshore. How do you unite them? So we've taken all managers and taken them through leadership training, and we've applied something called extreme ownership. So typically you go to a required class and you check the box and it's like doing your annual compliance training. So this is quite different. So this is based on the Navy SEALs leadership training. And we have everyone go through 12 weeks of that meeting. It's a way of sharing. It's a way of collectively coming together. And then through that, it's nice that we can all understand how we're accountable and ownership and going through that training. But there's also training and how to overcome obstacles, right? We're not always not going to agree. And you and I, Brad, probably have different styles and there's lots of different styles. How do you, how's the strongest personality not always the answer we go with? So we've applied a Thomas Kilman conflict resolution model. So we've trained our team on how to work through conflict and to be able to recognize different styles. And then I know this is kind of like a name drop or whatever, but literally every day, all leaders are required to have, it's affectionately, we didn't in, in, invent a term called the sacred six. Ivy Lee, many years ago, one of the most famous folks in er, early business engineering and PR and et cetera, came up with what's the six most important things you're gonna do in sequential order that day. So all of our leaders do that every day because as there's fires coming in every minute, do you attend to yeah. that fire or not? So hence, we've been able to really maximize everyone pushing, everyone pulling one direction rather than several. And it's really allowed us to come together and make vast improvements as a company. I love that. Let's talk about another aspect of growth. I think you phrased it, correct me if I'm wrong, unnatural growth or something like that. Is that referring to like marketing or sales or the engine there. Tell me about what that means. Our first and our primary energy is, is on organic growth. And in the term that I'm using there, the definition I'm thinking of organic growth, we're going to get a new client. So we have an existing base of clients and we're going after other clients similar to them, right? Going through the playing to win is 
we know what our value prop is, we know what segment we're in, we know what differentiates us and et cetera. So that's the organic growth. To your question, the inorganic growth, that is looking at other companies that are similar to us that we know we could partner with, acquire, and immediately drop a huge amount to our bottom line because we have those economies and those efficiencies of sale. So companies like ours who have desirous clients, if we acquired them, the theory is, and there's a lot to that, is that we would be able to retain key folks and then elevate the, what they're offering to their clients and at a much, a much more competitive price. So that's the inorganic growth. I love that. What's one thing you wish you would have known when you first became CEO that you know now? The depth of the technological journey. So I, if I had to do it over again, we would have spent more time in documenting our complete technology journey. Love that. And related to that, if you could give your younger self one piece of advice, what would that be? In any leadership role, what I found is the other things that, of course, you try to get cohesion, you try to get support, you try to communicate. What's very important, I didn't do enough and I would do more, I do it now, is a read back. And what that means is while I believe I've conveyed information, I don't know how the listener, the colleague is interpreting it and how they feel that they're going to apply it. So no matter what the situation is asking for the read back, for them to read it back to you, explain it to you somehow, so that way are you truly united. That, that would be the extra step that I would do more of in the past. What is one piece of advice for your industry as a whole, or think like your customer base, those healthcare organizations out there, any advice for them? It's embrace change. Reason why is the amount of threats and attacks in cyberspace, especially healthcare, are unprecedented. If we keep, if the industry continues to move at its adoption of change and doing the same thing we did yesterday, it won't work tomorrow. So embracing the change of needed in new tech, lots more depth and breadth on security Unfortunately, that's the world we're living in. So that's recognize it and just share. If you're not doubling it, you're not doing enough. Absolutely. I love that. Brian, it's been amazing to have you on the podcast. Thanks so much for joining today and sharing all your wisdom and insights. Brad, thank you very much. Absolutely.